Good morning, rise in freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. We're glad and grateful to have you here. Click that like button if you know what's good for you. And if you enjoy the content that you're viewing today, make sure that you subscribe to the channel and come back and join us every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time on the Wake Up America Show. We'd be glad to have you come back and join us and make some friends. Y'all come back now, you hear? All right, let's get this show on the road. At the top of the show this morning, comedian Bill Maher of the weekend says, anybody but Joe Biden. You know what? He's start. He's coming back to us, folks. Slowly, inch by inch, step by step. He's embodying Winston Churchill's comment that if you're a young man and you're not a liberal, then you have no heart. If you're an older man and you're not a conservative, well, then you have no brain. Well, I say if you have, if you're an old person and you're not a libertarian, you have no heart and no brain. Uh, all right, AP. <laughs> Fool it with updating. We can revise Winston Churchill later. Anyways, we'll play that clip, we'll react to it, and we'll talk about what it means for more Democrats coming out against Joe Biden as the candidate. What do you think about it? You can always text the show, let us know. What's on your mind at 573-319-1586. Again, you can text the show today at 573-319-1586. And let us know a couple of things that I like to hear from our listeners. One, if there's any technical issues, right? I am a one-man band, essentially, here. I run everything, right? Produce, direct, act, everything. And sometimes, technically, things break down on the show. And I apologize for that. It's I do my best. Uh, when the sound is working perfectly, nobody notices. When something's wrong, everybody notices. And we are testing a new microphone today. So let me know how it sounds. 573-319-1586. Again, the text lines are open. And you can also send in breaking news. Because sometimes things happen during the show. And I, again, I can't see them because I'm here doing the show. I don't have a staff just yet, but we're working on it. So again, send us a text. 573-319-1586. 1586. Democratic Representative Jamal Bowman claims that it was an accident. He didn't mean to pull the fire alarm. He thought that it was going to open the door for him. <laughs> yeah, and of course, Alexandria Caja Cortez is defending Jamal Bowman, saying that she could totally understand in a moment of panic why Jamal Bowman would hit a fire alarm instead of just going out a door like normal, even though there were signs everywhere saying that an alarm was going to sound if he went through that door, it makes no sense. Anyway, he's a democratic socialist leftist, so he can get away with whatever he wants. And of course, the AOC says he's cooperating with U.S. Capitol Police. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, we think we know we know they're definitely going to prosecute him. But Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying that she thought that it um, she thinks that uh, essentially, Jamal Bowman committed some of the same crimes that January Sixers committed. Do you think that they're going to prosecute Jamal Bowman the same way that they prosecuted January Sixers? <laughs> uh, I think not. But we will talk about it today. I've got some clips for you, and we're going to have a good time. Uh, at uh, 7.51, I got so much good stuff today. I don't think I'm going to be able to get through all of it, to be honest. Um, at 8 o'clock today, Matt Gates says that he's going to uh, push to vacate the Speaker, meaning exit Kevin McCarthy from the Speaker of the House position. Now, how could one person do this? Well, back when Kevin McCarthy was going through the painful multiple rounds of voting in order to become Speaker of the House, uh, Matt Gates and other holdouts were pressing for certain concessions before they would vote to nominate Kevin McCarthy to become Speaker of the House. 
one of those concessions that McCarthy had to agree to in order to become speaker is that any one member of the House of Representatives can vote, can bring up a vote to vacate the Speaker of the House of Representatives. And boy, all the knives are out for Matt Gates on this one. He's already being investigated for other things there in the House of Representatives. And what I'm reading this morning, they're saying that if Matt Gates is found guilty, or they say that there's reasonable suspicion that the Republicans uh, and the Democrats have against him and whatever investigation is going on against him in the House right now, then they're definitely going to vote to try and expel Matt Gates from the House of Representatives. Uh, what the hell? Anyways, we've got a lot to talk about today, and that's definitely going to make it. And then I have like two or three other stories that are just awesome, but I don't want to tease them out for you because I'm afraid I'm not going to have time to get to them, and I don't want to get y'all excited. One thing we are going to get excited today, an independent run for President of the United States. I know what you're thinking. Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Hmm, wouldn't that... Wouldn't we all love to see something like that? Love him or hate him because it's good for the Republican candidate? Uh, actually, no. Um, another possible independent candidate uh, might be running uh, as a former Democrat, then in turned independent. Who do you think it might be? I need the uh, Jeopardy theme song here. De-ne-ne-ne. Well, okay, time's up. Joe Manchin, apparently. Would you like to see Joe Manchin? Think about it. Joe Manchin running as an independent... Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running as an independent. There we go. Finally, we will have those independent voices that we need in the Republican, I mean, in the uh, in the general election for president of the United States. <laughs> Isn't it lovely? <laughs> this evil laugh is definitely coming in handy these days. All right. Uh, speaking of handy, St. Louis teacher on leave after her OnlyFans was discovered. Um... <laughs> Yes, a teacher in St. Louis uh, was placed on leave after it was found that she is a virtual uh, worker. And so we're going to have a discussion about that because, you know what, again, I'm libertarian, as, but probably should not be a sex worker teaching kids. All right, stop being a filthy degenerate, okay, around kids. I, I just, I, I'm losing friends over this these days. Like People are like that I know from like high school and college and things like that who are like, I thought you were a libertarian or people that know me like as from my campaigns as libertarian. Like, I thought you were a libertarian. It doesn't matter what consenting adults do. Yeah, I am a libertarian for adults, but I'm a fascist when it comes to degeneracy around kids. Uh, we will put you in the camps. I will put you, I will put you in the ovens if you try and mess with the kids. All right. So just stay away from kids and you're fine. I'm libertarian as F. I think that adults should be able to buy black tar, tar heroin at the liquor store with a 12-pack of Yingling flights, if you can find them, but they're really hard to find. Adults is the key word here. But if you're an adult and you mess around with kids sexually, and you're like, oh, she's not doing anything messing around with kids sexually, you're a pervert, you're a sex worker, it's fine. It's totally fine if you're an adult. We'll get into this a little bit later. Maybe you can send me to, you're fanciest. Yes, if you come after the kids, I will put you in the wood chipper, okay? I will put you in the ovens, and that is fine. But as long as you don't touch the kids, then we don't have a problem, okay? Okay. Speaking of fascists, at 8.30 this morning, not the 3D print general. He's not a fascist. 3D print general, he's got a YouTube channel where he 3D prints all types of firearms. And you know, and I know, we all know. Uh, I know it, you know it, everybody knows it, as the great co former commander-in-chief has said, uh, that 
if you are pro-guns or a right-wing or conservative or libertarian or anything to the right of Joseph Stalin, you are going to get not just demonetized on YouTube like I did uh, a month ago, you are going to get deleted. And boop, boop, deleted. Uh, 3D Print General is out off of YouTube. He had like 130,000 subscribers. That's why I'm not really investing much time or energy into those kinds of platforms anymore. I'm investing now most of my time and energy right here on Rumble. God bless Rumble. God bless. God bless. God bless us, everyone. God bless Rumble. And if you bless Rumble as well, make sure you click that like button. Help support Rumble. Spread the message of economic freedom and personal liberty. Um, but also uh, on X.com, right? So I'm investing in Twitter, formerly Twitter, right? X.com because I see it as a little bit more of a free speech platform. I do post the show on other channels, but when you see things like what happened to 3D Print General, and listen, you all know, if you know me, what happened a month ago, if you were a subscriber to this show, like a monthly paying supporter of the Wake Up America show, you got an email from YouTube, if you were paying through YouTube, that said, hey, do you want your money back? We're not gonna allow them to make money through uh, YouTube anymore. Austin Peterson, too spicy for YouTube. Well, if I'm too spicy for YouTube, then of course 3D Print General was going to get kicked off YouTube for doing nothing other than the peaceful activity of printing his own firearms in his home. God bless. God bless. God bless. Good morning. Good morning. If you're just tuning in to the Wake Up America show, we're grateful to have you here. Again, make sure that you click like. And if it's your first time joining us here today, subscribe to the channel. Let us know what's on your mind and send us a text at 573-319-1586. Again, the text lines are open at 573-319-1586. We love seeing all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed 434 of you watching this morning. Good morning, good morning. Thank you, Quest Fanning. He says, let's get some Hugo Boss uniforms and be fashionable fascists. Very funny, brother, we appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat, or the, not a super chat, it's a rumble rant. Good morning to all of our friends. Zed the Head, Barney Styles, Quest Fanning, Eric Wilson Live, Grant Sunnyman, John Rin KC, the lovely Joni Rankin. Good morning, good morning. Corey and Callie, Studio 314, Commode Bear, and the lovely Andy Opperman, sexy man that he is. David Lee is here with us as well. All of our regulars joining us on the Wake Up America show. We love to see it. Where's Camellia? It's not a show without CJ. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the news here. Bill Maher is making waves over the weekend. We will get to the Jamal Bowman here in just a minute. I'll play that clip. And we're going to talk to John Miltimore at 7.30 this morning, so about 20 minutes from now. Uh, we're going to speak to John Miltimore about uh, Jamal Bowman pulling that fire alarm. First of all, I just I saw this hilarious clip over the weekend about how the Republican presidential debate setup should have gone. And it made me laugh so hard that I just had to share it with you guys. So let's take a look and we'll have a laugh. OK, here we go. Ron DeSantis, Lockdown University. <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy, World Economic Forum Business School. Nikki Haley, <laughs> Bush War Crime Institute. Tim Scott, Pissless Virgin You. Pissless Virgin You. <laughs> Chris Christie, Golden Corral State. Golden Corral State. Mike Pence, Mother's Closet. <laughs> Doug Burgum, why am I here? <laughs> Very funny stuff there. Whoever created that, I salute you. Pocket Cast News, I guess, over on Instagram very much. Let's just watch it one more time for last. I'll, let, I'll play the whole thing so you can enjoy it. No, I'll pause it. Ron DeSantis, Lockdown University. Vivek Ramaswamy, World Economic Forum Business School. Nikki Haley, Bush War Crime Institute. 
Tim Scott, Kissless Virgin Me. Chris Christie, Golden Corral State. Mike Pence, Mother's Closet. Doug Burgum, why am I here? <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. That was Pocket Cast News. Oh, there you go. If you want to copy the, any of these clips that you see or hear on the Wake Up America show, you can always just send me a DM. I'm at AP for Liberty everywhere. And if you ever want any of the clips that I bring from the show, a lot of times we'll mention books or I'll have clips or things like that. And if you want to share them with other people, you can always just hit me up with a DM anytime at AP for Liberty. Uh, and I'll be glad to share any of this stuff with you. All right. Well, people are ripping on Bill Maher. They're saying that uh, Bill Maher is a sellout because he says that Joe Biden is too old. Before we get to him talking about the Joe Biden stuff, though, I thought it was interesting when he sat down and spoke with Ron DeSantis this last weekend. Um, and DeSantis was actually very effective in getting this probably mostly left liberal audience on his side. However, there's always the possibility that people bring plants and put them in the audience if they're smart. So you never know. But take a listen to how Ron DeSantis handed, handled this question regarding how he felt about Kerry Lake and uh, whether or not Donald Trump won the election. And then we'll move on to what Mara was saying about um, <clears throat> Joe Biden. Take a listen. But you campaigned for, for election deniers in 2022. This I do not forgive. Well, <laughs> to quote the Godfather. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, Carrie Lake, who said Biden is an illegitimate president. Trump didn't. Well, now she's attacking me. So maybe I did make a mistake there because uh, she's out there saying she, she's you, trying to say that we mandated vax in Florida when we did the opposite. We protected people even from private mandates. So 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 that may have been but Trump but, lost the election, right? Yeah. Yeah. OK. But you can't. Okay. <laughs> and that's really Ron DeSantis's crime in the eyes of a lot of Trump supporters is that he has the gall to come out and say that Donald Trump lost the election. But you know, obviously, if he's going to go out there and attack people like Carrie Lake, or say that Donald Trump lost the election, of course he's going to get the audience on this side. If in liberal Hollywood, where real time is filmed, you have an audience member of mostly left liberals. But what I thought was most interesting and shows that Bill Maher really does seem to be sort of waking up, He's whereas Howard Stern, if you haven't been reading the, the news, has openly been calling himself woke. He says, I guess I'm woke. Bill Maher openly rejects wokeism and communist leftism and leftist international socialism, which I find fascinating because you can see this split on the left happening where you've got some of these old school liberals like Bill Maher who are rejecting this mind virus, as Elon Musk calls it. And then you have people like uh, Howard Stern, who is ironically terrified of the COVID virus so much that he drove him into hiding for the last several years openly embracing wokeism and l allowing the woke mind virus into his mind. It's, it's an absolute tragedy what's happened to Howard Stern, but it, it, and disgusting. But we'll talk about Howard Stern another time. This is Bill Maher and his ideas of whether or not Joe Biden should run for president of the United States again. Take a listen. New rule, someone has to convince President Biden that if he runs again, he's going to turn the country back over to Trump and go... <laughs> <laughs> And go down in history as Ruth Bader Biden. <laughs> the person who doesn't know when to quit and so does great damage to their party and their country. All of us who like Joe Biden have been struggling lately with the political situation in the Democratic Party. An incumbent we admire who acquitted himself well in a first term, but who even members of his own party don't want to see run for a second. 
despite a touching letter of recommendation from Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. <laughs> I kid, they shouldn't have gotten shit for that. If you ask me, do I think Joe Biden can do the job of president? My answer is an unequivocal yes, he can do the job. Do I love everything? No, but that's every president. But government work is done in small, quiet rooms like the Oval Office. And in that setting, Joe's compassion and centuries of experience. <laughs> that's Mary Catherine Ham. She's gorgeous. Are pluses. And he's generally made good decisions that got us out of Afghanistan, handled Ukraine, kept the economy chugging, finally got us rebuilding infrastructure. Rich see, this is where, you know, see what I think it is with Bill, why he says things like that, kept the economy chugging, et cetera, et cetera. Why he says these bald faced lies that I think he knows are lies. It's because he doesn't want to appear to not be hip. He doesn't want to appear to not be cool. He doesn't want to be entirely run out of Democrat circles these days. He knows that what he's saying right here is dangerous. So he's towing a line here and not going full blown libertarian or conservative, if you will, in his attacks on Biden, because he, like a lot of people, are just terrified of pissing off their tribe. Right. There's a lot of people in this world, especially people in politics, who they they more than anything, the, the one thing that they fear is being kicked out of their tribe because there's a biological desire for us to fit in. We all want to fit in because back in caveman days, if you got kicked out of the tribe, if you were scapegoated, if you will, if you were the scapegoat and they drove you out of the tribe, you probably died. So it, there's this powerful desire to fit in. And I think that's why Bill Maher lies here about what Joe Biden has done in regards to his handling of the economy, the presidency. He doesn't want to say on one hand, that Joe Biden should step down and not be president and not run for president again. And also he's done a terrible job governing, which I think objectively he has, uh, because again, he needs to fit in. So that's why they lie. And, and you know, you can understand why I'll tell you why briefly for a moment. There's only so many times like people, you can expect people to fall on their swords for you. What do I mean when I say that? It's kind of like, I, I liken it to like, what I do sometimes for libertarians, it's mo for the most part, I would say it's largely unappreciated uh, because uh, in order for me to improve the liberty movement, you sometimes have to call out like the bull in your own ranks, right? But if you do that too much, then you're entirely cut off from the people who might be your best support network, right? And you can only expect people to fall on their sword for so long. Like, and, and libertarians are especially bad at this when it comes to like keeping secrets and things like that. In order for a movement to, to, be, to function, you have to be able to keep secrets from your opponents, from the people who are working against you, right? You have to have some level or understanding of spycraft, right? That's why I always think it's important whenever I speak to like libertarian groups to talk about George Washington, our first president, what, you know, if they admire George Washington in, in any way, shape or form, which there are some obviously who are anarchists who don't, I have to remind them that George Washington's job in the British military during the French and Indian War was he was a spy. And what does that mean? Well, that means that I cannot tell a lie, right? Is a lie. <laughs> he, was a, he was a liar. He had to be in order to be able to get the job done and to beat the British. And then, of course, during the Revolutionary War, George Washington used his experience as a spy to lie in order to beat the British. My wife and I talk about this all the time, you know, because she's Jewish, so we'll talk about, you know, World War II history and the Holocaust. 
And one of the themes of the conversations we've been having is this, is, is, is it okay to lie to Nazis? Well, of course it is. It's always moral to lie to Nazis, right? Is it moral to lie to people who are trying to actively harm you in order to be able to fight back against them? Yes, it's moral to, it's okay to lie to the Nazis. And that's, if you'll understand it, that's how people like Representative Jamal Bowman and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, that's how they see the world in regards to us. That's why, that's why this clip that I'm getting ready to play from uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, when she's asked about um, Representative Jamal Bowman and his uh, pulling the fire alarm, does she believe him when he pulled the fire alarm? Uh, was it an accident? Take a listen to what she says. This is how she sees you, because of course the left sees all of us as Nazis. Here's how she lies to all of us, lies to our faces. And I know that it, she justifies it, of course, because she sees us as Nazis. He says it was an accident. He thought pulling the alarm would open a door uh, based on the fact that the doors to his right there were locked. And there was a sign that he said he was, I think someone said it was confusing. I I'll be honest, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? What's yeah. going on? There? I mean, listen, I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's there's something to be said about the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. He so pulled a fire alarm. So I'm I'm what I am here to say is that House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are an active and he's fully participating and saying there was a misunderstanding. But what I do think is important to raise is the fact that Republicans, representatives like Nicole Maliotakis and others, immediately moved to file motions to censure, motions to expel, before there, before there has even been conversations that are, that are finished to even see if there was a misunderstanding here. Right, so that's why many of these people in politics will lie to our face. Now, the left, of course, and my brother has had, we've had more deep philosophical conversations about this, and I'm gonna to talk to John Miltimore, the editor-at-large of the Foundation for Economic Education here in a little less than 10 minutes about this. But they, uh, their philosophy and view is intrinsically that everything that our team does is allowed and nothing that our opposition does is allowed, meaning they will absolutely excuse anything that their team does uh, in order to advance democratic socialism or leftist socialism or wokeism or what have you, cultural Marxism, they think anything is permissible uh, on their side. Now, can we adopt that same attitude entirely in order to fight the left? Not entirely, right? Or else we're really not the good guys here. But can we lie to them? Can we give excuses to our team a little bit more than perhaps uh, you know, might be uh, graceful to, in doing so in protecting the people who are on our side. Yes, right? If you're a spy or a soldier in the Revolutionary Army, I'm not going to be some idiot and call you out and say, oh, you're lying to me. This is a lie. This is a true. You're not really a British soldier here. No, you idiot. This is a war. These people have declared war against us, and they're using the tactics of war against us to undermine our liberties. And if we've got to send George Washington to Fort Ticonderoga and undercover of a British soldier or whatever it is, I'm from my French and Indian War history, I got to brush up on it. But you know what I'm saying here, right? Libertarians, God bless them, are correct about politics. But to a man, they are almost all retarded and they are unable, unable to advance their ideas 
because they are unable to understand level seven, eight, nine, ten politics of spycraft, of how they are being lied to and how to lie back to the Nazis. Let's talk to somebody who's not a Nazi. He's John Miltimore, editor at large of the Foundation for Economic Education. Love to hear your thoughts today. Don't forget to send us a text. I'm going to go to commercial break. When I get back, we're going to talk about that fire alarm puller, that false alarm puller, puller on the Wake Up America show at wakeupamericashow.com. Hi, boys and girls. This is Congressman George Santos. This here is a fire alarm. If you lift this part here and pull this down, you trigger an alarm. Don't do it. Stay good, kids. There you go. Representative George Santos, uh, <laughs> flaming hot next to the uh, fire alarm, giving us an example of uh, how to avoid pulling a fire alarm on accident. Good morning. Welcome to the Wake Up America show. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. You can totally see why <laughs> he was a drag queen in this in his past life in South America, can't you? Um, if you're enjoying the Wake Up America show, don't forget to click like and subscribe to the channel. We'd love to hear from you today. You can also text the show at 573-319-1586. All right, well, Representative Jabal Bowman is in hot water after a false alarm where he claimed that he was just trying to push a button to get out a door. I mean, we all know that it was about trying to block a vote that apparently wasn't going to be a problem for the Democrats to pass anyway. Joining us now to discuss is the editor-at-large at the Foundation for Economic Education, John Miltimore, joining us bright and early. It's Mondays with Miltimore. How you doing, Johnny? Hey, doing great, AP. Good to be back with you here on Monday morning. Hey, thanks for getting so early up with here with us, uh, John. So your take on Jamal Bowman and this fire alarm, you were kind of telling me that you think you might be in trouble over this. Well, I think it's an accident, first of all. He couldn't possibly <laughs> have done this on purpose. No, I'm joking. Sure. Um, you know, I, I guess I want to start there. Anybody who's giving Bowman the benefit of the doubt on this, it's really crazy to watch media trying to say, well, he he just was accidentally trying to go through a door and that said, no, we have you know, the, the the video still, he's pulling the fire alarm. He's doing it while they're trying to delay a, a congressional vote. Um, so I actually think he is going to be in hot water. Like, you know, we'll see. You never know how these things work out. Um, but he committed, you know, it, it, it appears he committed at least a misdemeanor and probably a felony. Um, obstruction of, of congressional proceedings is a felony. Um, and I think, you know, they are going to take a look at this. And, um, you know, it, it depends on John, how cynical you John, are. To think it, John, you know, they're going to take just, a look at it. You're, they're they're going to take a look at it. What are going to take a look at it? Where's my laughter? But where's my candid laughter? I, I, it depends on how cynical you're clearly even more cynical than I am, Austin. I do not think he's going to get off scot-free on this. And if he does, I, it's crazy. But 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 for a minute, I, I, I want us to think what would progressives be doing if, if Marjorie Taylor Greene had pulled this? It would, oh, be, it would be the end of the world, be right? Like it, it would be it would be over the top and it would be, you know, freaking out everywhere. Um, and they would be comparing it to January 6th, you know, and I for the record, I think that uh, that comparison is a little silly, you know, because, you know, but it's really some of the same statutes that they're looking at here. Um, you know, at least one of them could, could apply. Okay. Um, so as bad as that comparison is. You know, I think Bowman's going to, you know, this is going to, you know, is he going to go to jail? No, but I, he's going to be in some trouble. I've got a meme. You remember when Chris Christie last week at the debate said, we're going to call him Donald Duck. And then he looked at the camera like he was a genius. There's a, there's this meme going around now of Chris Christie where he's making that look at the face and it, it's the quote underneath it. Imagine if this were conservatives. Imagine if 
if the shoe was on the other foot. Imagine if this was if it was a Republican who was doing this. And it's sort of a parody for how angry the base is at the the leaders of the Republican Party for not fighting back against the Democrats when they do things like this. We just we let it pass. We let it go by. Oh, the, the, you know, he might end up you know, they, they might look into this. John, we got to have a stronger fight against the Democrats or things like this. I mean, like if Marjorie Taylor Greene is being hyperbolic, she then, then at least she's going for more than she thinks that we can get. Right. We need to be we need to be warriors against the left because they're warriors against us. Do you agree or disagree? No, I mean, you want to see some backbone. I don't want to get into the whole, you know, Matt Gates versus McCarthy thing. I, well, um, I, 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 I don't it. think McCarthy's a pushover. Um, I, I think a lot of this Republicans are fighting. It's not getting the same level of, of attention. You know, like you can you can put up a hell of a fight, um, but, you know, the cameras aren't rolling on it all, all the time. And as far as this, this is a criminal proceeding. Republicans have no control over that, really, or very little. Like they, they can they can, you know, make some recommendations and things. Um, but but in, in truth, politicians shouldn't be getting involved in stuff like this. Like, I don't want political parties getting involved in this. I don't want them, um, you know, you know, to, you go beating the drum and, and trying to, you know, get the people with pitchforks in as much. I know that gets press and I know that that's effective to a degree. Um, I don't think it's prudent for lawmakers to be in there and, and recommending charges for everything. And um, this is a problem in D.C., right? Like, like. We've reached a stage now where we're not just fighting with one another. We're trying to put each other in jail. That's that's not progress to me. And um, like like more partisanship. Did not, I, I get it. You can't just roll over when when you're when your you know political enemies are are you know fighting with knives and you don't you say well knife fights are bad. But, you know I, I get you. You got to kind of um, but but that that's only going to you know make things worse in in D.C. Um, there's no great fix for this. Um, but yeah, the leadership squabbles, like, like they're going to happen and, um, you know, that'll be a, you know, quite a battle, but I, I think, you know, McCarthy's not a pushover. I'm, I was, I'm not being some McCarthy, you know, defender. Um, but I, I think what you have is some of the people just don't like McCarthy and they're going to find any pretense they can to. You think Gates is him. overstepping? Yeah, I, I, I don't like what Gates is doing here. It looks like, like to me, it looks like, like kind of naked political ambition. And it, I, I don't. I don't see like this motivated by some higher purpose. I think he sees opportunity for uh, you know political opportunity, like a political opportunity to to you know advance his own career, and and that's what I see. I, I mean, um, I, I I don't think it's it's motivated by by something like a, okay, all, all right, bring the party uh, to a higher level. Okay, so uh, sorry to interrupt you there, but I I want to <clears throat> build on expand on what we were first talking sure. about here, right? When it comes to the Democrats, but very briefly for those who might just be tuning into the show, I'm speaking to John Miltimore. He is the editor at large for the Foundation for Ec Economic Education. I'm your host of the Wake Up America Show, Austin Peterson. Don't forget to click like and subscribe to the channel so that you can get updates when we go live. John, here's the problem: we're fighting against an opponent whose philosophical strategy is to say, and this is like the legitimate leftist playbook here is that anything that our team does is excusable. Anything that their team does is uh, not permitted. Meaning that it, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez goes out on the Sunday shows and says she can totally understand why Representative Jamal Bowman could make that kind of a mistake uh, on accident and pulling a fire alarm, right? But of course, like what you said earlier, if it was Marjorie Taylor Greene who had done the same thing, she'd be she'd probably be in jail already. 
how can you fight back against something like that? You can't tell people to just, oh, well, we need to ratchet down the pressure, John. You're being a little bit too reasonable here with people who want to chop your head off. No, it's a good question. I don't know if you if you read uh, Andrew Sullivan's latest piece, but he's kind of wrestling with that question himself. And um, he said, you know, he had a very chilling remark. You know, I think I think I put it on on, on Substack. He, he said, you know, basically the the '60s radicals tried to take over, you know, by force, like like in the, you know the, the weather underground stuff. Um, a lot of these militant groups they tried. To take their ideology and take over by force, it failed. So they uh, they you know changed their tactics, and they said we're going to take over the university systems, and they succeeded. And 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 Sullivan said like this is if you think I'm he, he's quoting sixties radicals, their ideas now are are mainstream. And I think you you hit the nail on the head like with the you know like the, it is an ideology that is going to lie when it serves them, and I, I think there's something baked baked into that. Because they're um, the any means are okay because their ends are so pure. That, that's sort of baked into the Marxist ideology. And so, how do you fight that? Is 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 a is a very tough question. And do we just uh, do we do the same tactics ourselves? Do we do we say that we we're gonna we're gonna lie too, or we're gonna pull fire alarms when it suits us? Yes. And yes. I, I'm not gonna say yes to those things. Uh, I, I don't. I don't I am, think that improves the system. I, I am gonna say yes to those things. I think it's okay to lie to Nazis. Uh, and I think that our ideological opponents who have declared war against us are barbarians to a man, right? Uh, they're, they're the amount of reasonable Democrats that they are that there are in this country, I can count on both my hands and my feet, right? And for those people, they should be spared in the coming revolution. But when these people who have who are the ones who hold power over us, who are who have declared war against us and our rights, John, um, we absolutely cannot allow ourselves, to be disarmed in the face of evil. I mean, I was just talking about this 10 minutes ago before you came on. George Washington, do you know what his job was before he became a general in the British Army? He was a farmer, wasn't he? He was a spy. I did see some spy. Okay. He was a spy, right? Which means that, you know, I cannot tell a lie was a lie. Spies always lie. Because spies are liars by trade, okay? And and my biggest problem, I think, with the especially with the libertarian movement and people on our side of things, is that there's such a thing as honest to a fault, right? You don't have to tell your wife that her butt looks big in those jeans, okay? And not everything not everything falls to that level of oh, you're just lying to you know telling a white lie to your wife to not hurt their feelings here. But what's wrong with lying to Alexandria Kaja Cortez? Uh, again, what the one thing the, the, here's my fee message for this, and I, and I believe this message. The one thing we can control is ourselves, and and we have a duty to 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 hold ourselves to to a high standard. We, we we're we're not going to lie or cheat just because political enemies might. Um, I, I I don't think it, 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 that that's not just bad for the system, like it, it is, but it's going to be corrosive for us as individuals. And I I don't see us carrying our you know you know carrying ourselves in in a manner this way and adopting the most ruthless tactics, the win at all costs tactics. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, and some people, it's okay to disagree with me on that. Some people are going to say, well, we have to, um, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to myself because uh, I don't want to be, that's fine. You can be, you can be talked about this, right? He yeah, talked you about can it. be George live McClellan. Not by lies. You can be George McClellan. Solzhenitsyn was right about some things and, and wrong about others. 
you can be George McClellan and I'll be uh, General Tecumseh, William Tecumseh Sherman, and I will burn Atlanta. I will get the job done. At some point, you've got to hire somebody who can get the job done. And and we cannot continue to like, like our buddy Kermode Bear over in the live stream says he's tired of fighting with his paws tied up and a bag over his head. We give ourselves, we do ourselves no favors when we say that, oh, it's, we're, it's okay. We have to be honest with the people who are trying to slit our throats, right? Look, I mean, the fact that they're willing to pull a fire alarm, it, at least they've got the balls to do it. At least they've got the, the balls to do it. And if somebody on our side was doing something like that, we should absolutely defend them to the utmost while trying to prosecute for the same thing, because that is what they would hold. There's no principle here that's that's being upheld. We're talking about rules of uh, of the House of Representative here. We're not talking about a violation of the non-aggression principle unless we're trying to get along some kind of lines of shouting fire in a crowded theater, which ostensibly is quite or quite literally the definition of what he's done here. Am I am I off base, John? Well, again, he did he did break several laws. Like I I think he is going to be in trouble for that. And again, you are like like that is what we should be trying to do. Say like, like we don't need to treat Jamal Bowman um, differently than we would treat Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene, but we got to say, hey, when, when somebody when somebody breaks the law, when somebody doesn't, the the, the punishment should be equal, right? And it, it shouldn't matter what party you're in, no. it shouldn't matter what skin color you are, no, it shouldn't matter no. any of these things don't matter. But no. that is the case that we make. No, no, that is not the case that we make. I say, I say. Your road's back to the jungle, though, Austin. That's where it takes us, and that's going to make they, everything they are, worse. That's where they they come from. These people are out of the jungle. They are the barbarians at the gates of Rome. These are not. We're not fighting against some. Uh, you know, this isn't. You know, the Americans versus you know the Germans, a civilized nation versus a civilized nation. You know, we're we're talking about like we're fighting savages here, right? We're not fighting against people who obey any kinds of laws of rule war. Or rules. We are to, we are fighting against people who, if we allow them inside the gates of Rome, they will rape our women and they will slit our throats and they will sell our children into slavery. John and I know you well, don't like see I it said, that way. They're already they're already in here, man. Like they're in. They're not just through the gates. Like they're in the institutions. The slow march of the institutions has arrived, and I think that's what I, I think. People with your mentality won the last election. When I say the one the the. 2016 that was that was why trump got there like 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 they said okay we're gonna do that too we're gonna that this is trump's style right he's a win at all costs he's a guy that can yes. use the, the the kind of truth is very malleable for trust for for, for trump and uh we, we we tried that route did it make things better or worse in your opinion better i don't i don't, I, I don't look at the last eight years and and think things have improved no no we, we john we, as we liberty lovers, we hardcore libertarians, we want we who want a government to fit inside of a box, to be small enough to fit in a bathtub so that we can drown it in that bathtub, right? We have gotten nothing for since you could go back to even Ronald Reagan, you'd say, oh, well, we've got a little bit of tax cuts, but then he blew through those tax cuts and all these things. There were very, very, very few things. The only thing libertarian about Ronald Reagan, much as I love him, is that it was his rhetoric, okay? And bless him for that. It was very inspirational, inspired me as a young man. But there were no, there was nothing libertarian that was accomplished other than perhaps the abolition of Jim Crow and the uh, desegregation of official government policy from Calvin Coolidge until Donald Trump. When you go back, I mean, look at Lyndon Johnson, the Great Society, John F. Kennedy, the Vietnam War, uh, anything you could say there were there were no victories 
for libertarianism. Yeah, no, other than there. A, I other think than if you a, look, there were plenty of very few, there, there were, I'm not saying entirely, right? But what I'm telling you is that when Donald Trump came into office, it was the very first time since Calvin Coolidge that we actually saw someone who took aim at the administrative state and began to break down the regulatory regime that existed in Washington, D.C. We, we saw him pass the First Step Act. He, the things that he did that pissed off his own party, libertarians like you and I would love, the criminal justice reform that he passed, right to try, for example, another, another example. We got nothing, John. And if that means that he has some mean tweets and he's an asshole and the culture of Washington, D.C. maybe becomes a little bit more poisonous, good. May they drown in the poison and may they all die and never come back. But I, I will accept that that decorum and civility has been lost if that means more freedom. I'm willing to live in a rougher world if it's a freer world. I, I, I'm willing to do that too, but I, I don't think we have a freer world. I, I don't think the world got more free. I, I think, I think I, when it came to dismantling the administrative state, Trump was more talk than anything. And, and you know, just looking at history, I, I think we can overlook the free market gains, you know, from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. People forget how, how you know, you're about my age, Austin. I think people forget how bad things had gotten in, in the 1970s. Like, like we, we, we did have a, a, an economic uh, revival that, um, you know, like, and I think Reagan deserves credit for that. I think Bill Clinton deserves credit for that. He really embraced the Reagan revolution for the most part. Um, I think, I think what, where, where things changed was, was 2001. And, and you're right. Like, if you want to, if you want to really point fingers at the Bush administration, they gave us the progressive policies and, but, but not just, um, on the domestic front, then, then we, we got the whole war on terror and the, the, the administrative state took over. That's really what happened. We, we the, our world changed on 2001. And not because of Osama bin Laden, like who did an evil thing and, and killed a bunch of people. Our we lost our principles in uh, 2001. We the, the administrative state. Um, well, how do we react? We create the DHS. We create the TSA. We create all these things. The bureaucracy now is running the show. Oh, um, when you brought up um, the, Ronald Reagan turned the economy around, not not entirely on his own. You have to remember true. that the that what Jimmy Carter had had brought us to was not even necessarily Jimmy Carter, Carter's fault. Sometimes the economy Agreed. is what it is. And OPEC had been created and, and had scared, you know, terrified our markets. But here's the thing, Bill, the only reason Bill Clinton changed his tone and his attitude and his policies in the second term is because we had the proverbial knife to the throat. And that is what I'm talking about here, John, is that we are bringing... We are bringing knives to a gunfight, right? Or we're bringing, you know, squishy little, you know, fake children's Minecraft swords to a claim to a claymore fight, right? It just my problem is is that the, the the most ardent defender defenders of liberty are the biggest pussies. No offense, John, not to you. I'm not speaking about no. you. But no. what I see, not not necessarily amongst Republicans and conservatives, because I think that they have a larger percentage per capita. There are more warriors and uh, amongst the populace and the Republican right. But where are our where are our strong men? Not strong man, but where are yeah. our strong men, John? We are nerds. We're 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 losers, and we continue to lose. And, and here's the problem too. And I tweeted this yesterday. You might not. You might have seen it. You might not. Somebody said the other uh, like yesterday morning. They go. Um, uh, I had posted uh, a meme that says, "Never forget what they took from us," and it was a dollar seventy nine gas. Right? Never forget what they they took from us. No other context. Just that meme itself. And some uh, some losertarian post is like, 
come on, man, you're smarter than this to push this to push this view. You're smarter than this to push this this uh, way of thinking. And somebody goes, of course he is, but he sold out so that he could ha take a cushy radio job and sell these uh, these stupid ideas to boomers. Like we're retarded, John. Like these are the people that are going to be leading the revolution. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. trying to do my like your here. show. You can say whatever you want, man. I You're not going to offend me. <laughs> I, I try. I know we get a lot sometimes younger people who listen to the show, and I try and keep it PG 13. But do you get what I'm saying here? Like, these people are stupid. They're, these people are not, no wonder we don't get elected or people like ourselves don't get elected. I wouldn't trust libertarians with governing this country, and I am one. Yeah, you know, it, it is. You know, I'll say this being a libertarian, it's hard because you realize, you know, the, the, the libertarian ideas are pretty simple. But you got all these factions, you know, and and I don't fit into any faction. And I kind of like it that Fee doesn't, you know, like this is one of the things I like about about Fee is we, we're able to hang out, you know, and have a coffee with the Cato people, but also the, the Mises crowd. Um, and, and I think that's one of our we jobs. Need but, but it is tough. We need warriors, John. We need yeah. men who are willing to 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 kick some ass, take some names and slit some throats. I, I think the best way to do that is is through ideas still. And I think adopting, you know, adopting awful tactics. Hey, we don't, the thing is libertarians are never going to be able to use propaganda as effectively anyway. Like, let's just give a, go, go away from the ethical argument. Go to the pragmatic one. You think we can use, you know, propaganda as effectively as Marxists and, 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 and you know, like, like, like Democrats today? No, you, you can't. Like, it's not going to work. Um, so, so like, like, that's just what, like, let's, let's face it. Look at, look at mainstream media. Look at how they did give Bowman the benefit of the doubt. Like, they're all like, Hey guys, look, these signs are confusing. These are, you know, like all of that. They, they, even if libertarians wanted to use those tactics, they wouldn't be able to get away with them the same way that leftists can. Well, then that really is the question then is how do we get away with it? How do we get more of our propaganda into schools? How do we get more of our propaganda into Hollywood? How do we get more of our propaganda into podcasts, into radio shows, into television shows? Because we that is what we are fighting against. We have to fight fire with fire, John. We have hey. we can't we can't lay down our 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 weapons in the face of an enemy who says, Don't worry, don't worry, give us your guns and we will protect you. It's not gonna work. I think I think libertarians are fighting some some great battles right now. And if you look the, the the school choice movement is making I I've been in this movement a long time and and I've watched you know pretty much 20 years ago I was watching these fights you know with school choice and I'm like there this is going nowhere people are writing policy papers nothing's happening I was frustrated I'm like this is you have a bunch of people DC think tanks they have all these ideas they're going nowhere guess what's happening school choice is is is, is arriving in places like Never before. We're seeing change right. all You're across right. the country. But are we winning because we are actually such brilliant tacticians? Or are we winning because retarded former governors of Virginia say things like parents don't shouldn't have a role in their kids' education and then getting blasted out of there by Republicans who are winning, conservative Republicans who are winning elections sometimes? Is it because we liberated? Did was it really the libertarian movement that that legalized marijuana across the country, or was it probably largely Democrat majorities in many of these states and Democratic majorities in the federal government that have backed off many of these bureaucracies from prosecuting it? Right. I, I there are some victories that libertarians have won because of the policies that we've been pushing for and acting tactically. 
But what I see are a bunch of bumbling fools, John, that I'm ashamed to call myself one every single day because I may share their ideas, but I do not share their tactics. I'm a warrior, John, and I want to fight and I'm looking for a fight and I'm looking for people to join me in this fight. I'm t I've read all the books. I've got all the knowledge. I'm I'm ready to go, you know, Ale you know, Alexander and go and conquer Persia. And I'm just I'm, I'm sick and tired of sitting around waiting and hoping for our enemies to make a mistake so we might actually gain some ground. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I'll, let me just say we need warriors, okay? Like we have enough people pumping out policy papers and and you know, writing books and kind of like like doing you know, going to the tea parties and the cocktail parties. We need warriors. We need people fighting for these ideas. Go. And and I, I think I think more and more you have people that are you know young people that are doing that as well young people that are that are launching podcasts that are becoming you know in, you know social media influencers and trying to find the best ways to fight and Thank not you. roll over not to this is one thing Sullivan talked about not roll over because you're, you're going to get called a racist or, exactly. or misogynistic exactly. or, which people are terrified of that e stuff exactly. Thank you. Well, and good. And I will go out there and I will fight these fights and I will fight these battles for us, John. And I will burn Atlanta and I will nuke Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And in the end, you will thank me and just don't call me a war criminal. John Miltimore, <laughs> anything else anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we let you go? No, like always, uh, like, like check out my work on Substack and uh, all our content on fee.org, fee.org. There you go, fee.org. Hey, thanks, John. Appreciate you getting up so early here with the Monday and fighting with me on this stuff. Appreciate it. Hey, great being with you, Austin. Take care, man. Good stuff. There you go. I'm so that's the thing is I'm ready to fight, right? I'm ready to fight for these ideas. I'm tired of the weakness on the right. I'm tired of people who are willing to lay down in the face of authoritarianism. Give me liberty or give me death. What do you think about that? Okay, I'm gonna take a real quick break. Uh, I will be right back. Don't leave. Click like and subscribe. We'll be right back on the Wake Up America show at wakeupamericashow.com. Who's ready to fight? Punch that. Punch that like button. behaviors and at BlackRock we are forcing behaviors. Mao ordered his citizens to throw off the four olds. Old thinking, old culture, old customs, and old habits. So um, your whole life went in the garbage overnight. No biggie. And those who resisted were attacked by an army of purifiers called the Red Guard who went around the country putting dunce caps on people. Yeah who didn't take to being a new kind of mortal being. If you don't force behaviors, whether it's gender or race, or just any way you want to say the composition of your team, you're going to be impacted. Well, things haven't been so sweet for Ben and Jerry's after the company posted an anti-American tweet, a few of them, on the 4th of July. The ice cream makers declared the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. Well, someone should tell Target that because they're now selling swimsuits with tuckums in the women's section of the store. And they even have a line just for kids. Yeah, we're going to reach out to Ben and Jerry's and ask them how they can live with themselves as they operate a multi-billion dollar company on stolen land while declaring other people give up their so-called stolen land. This is the child section. This is literally the kids section. I'm next to a literal onesie that says whatever the hell that means. We have glad you came out and I'm so happy that you're queer. 
in the kids section. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry, but pride and toddler don't belong in the same sentence. Good news! Starbucks will offer its workers reimbursement of travel expenses related to accessing abortion and gender-affirming procedures. Kyle Rittenhouse was seen wearing a black rifle coffee company shirt and they wanted to distance themselves from that individual. The employees at the company also were donating to Democrats. Hafer doubled down on throwing many in his base under the bus, describing them as racist and a repugnant group of people. Good morning, Rise and Freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. Glad you're here. It's Monday. I'm in a good mood. I'm just feeling a little feisty. How about you? So one of our listeners over in the comment section on Rumble is like, is he usually on fire like this, or is this like something special or different than usual? Uh, bro, you need to come back and hang out with us. Make sure that you subscribe to the Rumble channel so that you can hear my fire rants every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Every Monday through Friday, the Wake Up America show goes live. We've got some of the best topics, best guests, and of course, the best Liberty rants in the business, wouldn't you say? I love it. Fighting for freedom five days a week. And I work on the weekends as well to try and spread the ideas of economic freedom and personal liberty. If you want to help us to spread those ideas, you can do so for free by clicking that like button again or subscribing to the channel on Rumble. What do you think about what we've been talking about so far? Maybe you think that there are some things that we're missing. You can always text the show night or day at 573-319-1586. Again, you can send us a text at 573-319-1586. One of my local boys here, Caleb Vanderfelt, sent me one. He said, Austin, our representative, that's his and mine here in mid-Missouri, was on the local station on Friday. He claimed Matt Gates and all the other Republicans standing against more government spending are doing it for political gain and not to help this country. Blaine is a damn clown, he says. He doesn't want to cut spending, just pass a massive budget and roll on with the debt. Well, of course, because Blaine is one of the good old boys. He's not like Matt Gates, who wants to be a fighter. Matt Gates, love him or hate him is a warrior. He's exactly what I've been talking about this morning, how we need warriors. And, you know, I call myself a small L, small L libertarian, big R Republican, right? A libertarian Republican. And what does that mean? That means that I believe in the philosophy of liberty, economic freedom and personal liberty, but that I caucus with the Republicans. And it's largely because Republicans have got balls and are willing to fight. For example, before I get to the uh, Matt Gates Kevin McCarthy uh, fight, take a look at this. Well, this is one of my top three favorite Republicans in Congress. Look at this. This is a man who's standing up to that moron Jamal Bowman who pulled the false fire alarm. Jamal Bowman goes and gets in his face, this angry black man, gets in the face of nerdy little Thomas Massey. But Thomas Massey knows he, just because you're a nerd doesn't mean that you can't fight, right? If we're talking about Baldur's Gate 3 and we're using a Dungeons and Dragons reference here, Thomas Massey would be like, 
a wizard or a rogue, right? He's got like, if he casts mage armor, then he's got a plus 10 against ogres, ogre barbarians like Representative Jamal Bowman. But he probably also specializes not just in magic, but also maybe a little bit of rogue, right? So then he's perhaps maybe ranger. So he's not built for like brawling one-on-one, -on -one. but every once in a while, a democratic ogre like Jamal Bowman is going to get in your face and you're going to find yourself in a toe-to-toe -to -toe battle. But that doesn't mean that he's, he doesn't run away. He doesn't pull out his bow and arrow. He pulls out his knife and he cuts his throat. Watch. This is an elected representative of the people. And you know what? He actually, I, you know what? That is probably, that is a good percentage of Americans right there who behave like this ogre. Half-orc barbarian uh, uh, Jamal Bowman against uh, Congressman um, Ranger slash uh, Wizard Thomas Massey. And as you can see, Thomas Massey doesn't back down. He stays calm. He stays in the fight. He pulls out his knife. He dips it in the poison or uh, acid, if you will, and uh, he cuts his throat. There it is. That is Representative Jamal Bowman, the one who we've been talking about today who pulled the false fire alarm on Capitol Hill. And you got to give him credit. You got to understand, at least, you know what, in, on some level, I respect people like Representative Jamal Bowman, because the Democrats have warriors like Jamal Bowman. They're not smart. They're not intelligent, right? They're, they're just like, you know, again, going back to my Dungeons and Dragons reference here, if you look at their, their character sheet or their statistics, right, they're very low in wisdom, very low in intelligence, right? They're not going to be casting any level 10 spells or anything anytime soon. But they're fighters, they're barbarians, they're willing to fight. They send them out to die en masse. Dun, 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 right? Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys, right? They're, they're, they're dangerous and they're terrifying and they're willing to fight and die for their cause. They're willing to pull fire alarms, commit actual crimes in order to prevent the Republicans from advancing even a modicum of fiscal conservatism in the House of Representatives. And, you know, because look, look at what we're dealing with here. With Listen to what Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, speaking of lying to our faces, here's another perfect example of what they're willing to go out there and do and say on the mainstream media. Take a listen to this. I, I vociferously disagree with any assertion that progressivism is somehow incompatible with fiscal responsibility. Progressivism believes in making investments that actually have returns. I, I vociferously <laughs> disagree with any assertion that... <laughs> that is the gaslighting. That is the lie. I vociferously disagree with the idea that democratic socialism cannot be fiscally responsible. Again, we're talking about, uh, I mean, it, it's an oxymoron. Right. But it, but they they can accept it. They will accept it. They will allow it. Everything that the left does is acceptable. 
Nothing that the right does is acceptable. God, where is that meme that I have of Chris Christie making that face? I'll have to try and find it for you a little bit later. But everything that the left does is acceptable. Nothing that the right does is acceptable here. Again, lying to our faces. Pulling the alarm would open a door uh, based on the fact that the doors to his right there were locked. And there was a sign that he said he was, I think someone said it was confusing. I'll be honest, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? What's going on? I mean, listen, I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's there's something to be said about the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. He pulled a fire alarm. So I'm I'm what I am here to say is that House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are an active, and he's fully participating in saying there was a misunderstanding. But what I do think is important- He's fully participating, activating with the misunderstanding that definitely didn't happen, and it's not happening, and if it did happen, then it's okay because such and such. Is the fact that Republicans, representatives like Nicole Maliotakis and others, immediately moved to file motions to censure, motions to expel, before there, before there has even been conversation. I found the, uh, there it is. I actually just tweeted it there so we can see what I'm talking about. This is the meme that uh, got me so upset this morning. And because it's so true, here we go. Hold on, pulling it down, pulling it down. Oh, AP, for the love of God. They've got this whole 30-second rule over on Twitter where it takes 30 seconds before they, there we go, post was sent. You have one hour to make any edits. Thank you, Elon. Here it is. Conservatives, after they say, Imagine if the roles were reversed. <laughs> Imagine if the roles were reversed. I mean, this is the strategy that the right largely uses against the Democrats. Imagine if the Republicans would do something like that. Fight, damn you. Fight. Fight. It's time, it's time to fight. I'm sick and tired of people who won't fight. And I've got a special bone to pick, of course with my libertarian people because they are very it, it not only do at least some republicans do fight right like matt gates and others let's see if i can find the tweets that i wanted to show you that they they were they definitely got a lot of attention here yesterday um here here we go so this is a meme that i posted yesterday uh on my facebook page never forget what they took from us right dollar 49 gas now when i posted this on my facebook page I didn't provide any context, right? It's just a general broad statement. Never forget what they took from us, right? $1.49 gas. Remember when we were all buying gas for $1.50 a gallon? And wouldn't you love to see those days come back, right? So I posted this, no context other than this. And this is what quote unquote libertarians had to say. Matthew Captina, you're too smart to push this narrative. Oh, good. How dare you? You're too smart to push this narrative, Austin. Daniel Mech says um, he is, but he sold out so he could get a cush radio job selling bullshit to boomers. It's sad, Matthew Keptina replies. Sad, but true. Mm-mm-mm-mm. This is like when I see this and I look at the state of the liberty no, movement and I'm just God! like Michael Scott here. No, God, please, no. You're no, a no, bunch no. of retards. Not only are you retards, not only are you wrong in a metaphorical sense, not only are you wrong from a sense of, of, of broader context, right? Wrong about the issues, but you're wrong technically, like 
first of all, I don't work for the radio anymore. Okay. Now, do I expect every person in the world to pay attention to the subtle nuances of my career changes at any point in time? Not necessarily. No. If you watch any of my content, or if you're a follower on my Facebook page, maybe you might think, hey, oh, let's see. Austin doesn't work for the radio anymore. Wow. He's launching a new business. He started a whole new business based around this new Wake Up America show talk show that is a libertarian morning talk show to get more people interested in the ideas that we all claim to share, right? Economic freedom and personal liberty, which would include things like talking about how things were better when the Democrats weren't in office. And for example, Joe Biden, the very first thing that he did as president of the United States was to shut down new oil drilling projects, right? So can we say that the president has a role to play when it comes to gas prices, oil prices? Sure they do. When they block the ability for us to be able to open up new oil drilling projects, and that's what you might assume I was talking about when I say never forget what they took from us. But retard one and retard two, you're too smart to push this narrative. Well, you're too stupid to understand what the hell people who are on level seven, eight, nine, ten politics are trying to accomplish at any given time. So shut down, sit down and shut up, boys, and let the master do his work. Daniel Mech, he sold out so he could get a cush radio job selling bullshit to boomers. So sad. So we are now at a one year and one month of me exiting my radio job, leaving that uh, that job that paid a significant portion of the health care for myself and for my wife, which I now have to completely pay for myself, make my own full health care payment with, for the privilege of working for myself, for which I'm also taxed for the privilege of working for myself, and then also make that mortgage payment every month, be able to be able to take, you know, to be able to eat and do all the things that are necessary for a human to survive and doing so entirely solely through the platform of which you are watching us right now, rumble.com or where you might be watching us on uh, Facebook or some other channel this morning, uh, risking my life, my career, my fortune, my sacred honor to try and run a business here right now, the most libertarian thing that you can do, and trying to sell the ideas of economic freedom and personal liberty to a group of people who may not, who may not like the things that I have to say when I sometimes criticize Donald Trump on this show who may not like the things that I have to say when I say I don't agree with tariffs or I don't agree with this immigration policy or there's a lot of things that I say here that are quite unpopular, but do they pay attention to that? Do you get credit for that? No. And I'm not just doing this to blow smoke on my own ass or try and praise myself here. I'm trying to point out the utter retardation of the liberty movement in this country and the reason why we are so goddamn losingest of all the losingers and losing time. Not only are we wrong on when it comes to our facts, right? Because obviously I don't work for the radio anymore and sell, you know, whatever to boomers, as you might say, I now run my own podcasting business and I'm trying to get it off the ground and build a libertarian daily wire to do a favor for libertarians uh, for which they do not appreciate. How long are, must we cast pearls before swine, right? In order to bring up, let's bring up a biblical injunction. How long must we cast our pearls before swine? How long must we, the elite, the intelligent, the level 7, 8, 9, 10 politics, deal with people who are at Luddite levels of intelligence, level 0 politics, level 1 politics? I don't feel like I should have to explain myself to people who, for example, I shouldn't have to always teach to the D students. And we don't. That's why the Wake Up America show is growing and thriving and succeeding is because we don't teach to the D students on this show. The, every Wednesday on the Wake Up America show, we, we delve into big brain time where we go into intense, deep, interesting philosophical discussions on the news that matters. You get the fun stuff 
like the clip that I played earlier, the hilarious clip of uh, the debate. We get a little bit of humor here. It's comedy. It's fun. But we're not like most libertarians. I'm not like other libertarians, right? We're not like other girls. <laughs> I'm not like other libertarians. One, I'm not retarded. Two, I have a sense of humor. And three, I will fight for what I believe in. I will fight for this country. I will fight for the principles that we believe in. And if you don't have the balls to get up here and join me and to, to help the Wake Up America show succeed while I try and build the next wave of libertarian media and to create jobs for idiots like yourself, if you're not willing to step up and fight alongside me, feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Conan. I'll pray to you, Krom. And if you do not listen, then to hell with you. Anyways, if you like the Wake Up America show, click that like button. Hey, subscribe to the channel. I'm not always this unhinged. You can send us a text at 573-319-1586. That's 573-319-1586. Yeah, click that like button and subscribe to the channel so you can come back and join us every Monday through Friday. You can text us again at 573-319-1586. Sometimes I do have little technical issues here and there. Um, and that's why I appreciate when people say a little bit more volume on the clips. Here you go. I set up my son Okay, I'll well, actually have to put the clip on the screen. There we go. You said I set up my son to work in an oil company. Isn't that what you said? Get your words straight, Jack. There's been no indication of any conflict of interest from Ukraine or anywhere else. Period. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever done. You a damn liar, man. That company wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? What, don't Who you said that? that? There is no controversy about my son. It's all a lie. They fight. They fight. They fight. Our side very rarely fights. But then you get people like Matt Gates who go out there and they're willing to fight and they're willing to do what it takes to win. And uh, that's why people try and tear him down. It's not to say he's perfect or that he hasn't made mistakes or things like that. But I want to see warriors like Matt Gates. I'm tired of the weenies. Warriors, not weenies. Joining us now is Republican Congressman Matt Gates of Florida, who has been Speaker Kevin McCarthy's chief antagonist in all of this. So I want to start right with what you've been saying all along, uh, that you would uh, move to oust him as Speaker and what McCarthy said just yesterday. Take a listen. That's all right if Republican and Democrats join together to do what is right. If somebody wants to make a motion against me, bring it. There has to be an adult in the room. So are you going to do it? Or are you going to move to oust him? Kevin McCarthy's going to get his wish. I don't think the adult in the room would allow America to sit atop a $33 trillion debt facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. I don't think the adult in the room would allow $8 trillion of this debt to come into refinancing at a higher level without serious spending cuts. And I don't think the adult in the room would lie to House conservatives. And that is exactly what Kevin McCarthy did. In January, to get the speakership, Kevin had to agree to certain guardrails on spending. And he had to agree to a process that would yes. allow us to put some downward pressure on spending. Since the mid-90s, this country has been governed by revolving continuing resolution and omnibus spending bill. And what that means is that 
America's lawmakers take one up or down vote on the funding of the entire government. That is crazy. That is the reason we're 33 trillion in debt. We want to move to single subject spending bills. So he made that commitment. Yes. He broke it. And if at this time next week, Kevin McCarthy is still Speaker of the House, it will because, be because the Democrats bailed him out and he can be their speaker, not mine. So, so oh, Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. I'd love to see it. Yes, this is what I want. Warriors, right? Warriors or weenies. He is a warrior. Yes, Joni Rankin over on the live stream says, lots of fire for a Monday. I'm recouping from a bunch of women chanting around a campfire while bringing in the harvest moon. <laughs> That's hilarious. You had a nice little kumbaya weekend, and now you, you come in here and all the men are putting on their armors, right? And we're like pulling out our Kona and the barbarians. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, if you're just tuning in the Wake Up America show, good morning. I'm Austin Peterson. Talk about warriors and weenies this morning. Frickety over on Rumble says, I love your show and what you do, Austin. Keep fighting. Hell yes. Warrior. Weenies. Warriors and weenies. There we go. We've got lots of great content left for you to go on the show today. 3D Print General is going to be joining us here in a little bit less than, or about 12, 13 minutes. We're going to speak to another warrior for freedom. He is the 3D print general, and he got kicked off of YouTube. What are we going to do? We're, we're going to fight. We're going to fight GD it. We're going to scare the hell out of the Democrats. We're going to make them run in fear. What is it that is good in life to hear the lamentation of the Democratic women? <laughs> <laughs> We fight, GD it. We fight. We fight for liberty. Jamal Bowman fights for tyranny. Jamal Bowman fights for what he believes in. He's willing to pull a GD fire alarm in order to prevent the Republicans from getting their agenda passed. What are you willing to do for what you believe in? Are you willing to take that kind of a risk? They will throw their bodies in front of vehicles on, on the streets. The Democrats are super gluing their hands to the pavement to prevent people from being able to get their kids to schools, from being able to get their grandmas to hospitals in ambulances. If their grandpa, if their dad has a heart attack, right, he's not going to be able to, their own fathers aren't going to be able to get to the hospital because these leftists, these idiotic leftists, call them what you are, they're, they're, they're dumb as the day is long, but they're brave. Maybe they're brave because they're stupid. I'd like us to be brave and smart. But at the end of the day, if somebody's going to go out there and they're going to fight for their cause, they're going to super glue their hands to the pavement. You may not have much respect for them otherwise, but at least respect that they've got the courage of their convictions and they're willing to sacrifice and they're willing to fight and they're willing to do what it takes to advance their cause. They're willing to quit their push radio jobs and take a gigantic risk having to pay for your own effing health insurance after Barack Obama screwed this country by passing Obamacare and, and we have skyrocketing in medical costs in this country and the, and the bills are exploding and the gas bills, the gasoline bills are exploding in this country. On, on the, I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to fight. And then you've got the 
Matthew Captinez and the Daniel Max of the world. You're too smart to push this narrative of low gas prices when Republicans, when we're in power, Austin, ooh, Daniel Mac only is, but he's sold out so he can get a cush radio job selling bullshit to boomers. It's sad. <laughs> sad but true. <laughs> we're libertarians. <laughs> we, we have inverted penises. Our, our penises are so small, you couldn't even see it with the Hubble telescope. <laughs> Tiny dicked losers will not take this country back for liberty. We need giant American penis to fight back for freedom. That's what I say. American penis, so big. Uh, good morning. If you're just tuning into the Wake Up America show, I'm your host, Austin Peterson. We're glad to have you here. Don't forget to click that like button and subscribe to the channel so that you can get updates whenever we go live every Monday through Friday. Dr. Wright 71 says that amazing how being committed and needing to be committed are so similar. Hmm, good point. Jody Rankin says he's willing to take your guns while refusing to buy his own to protect himself and others. Andy Opperman says the basic setup of our spending nationally will never allow for debt reduction as long as continuing resolution is possible and that CR increases the federal spending. This is what will happen. Yes, completely true. Oh, I also forgot to say thank you, by the way, to Onion Dip. I saw Onion Dip. You made a donation to the Rumble channel this morning. Thank you for that. I appreciate you very much for that. And for those of you who are enjoying the content this morning, I'm sweating. I'm schwitzing like a hassa. I got this cushy, cushy job, if you will. Schwitzing like a hassa, as they say in, in, in uh, Yerushalayim, in the old country. Yerushalayim, Shel Sahav. A little bit of Hebrew, Yiddish for you. Uh, so if you're enjoying the content this morning and you actually want to step up and help us to fight for liberty, be a warrior, not a weenie. Uh, join us as a monthly subscriber to the Wake Up America show. And when you do so, then we give you a 20% discount at the shop. So we would appreciate any support that you could give financially to the show. But one of the best ways that you can actually support this show is to um, support yourself at the same time. Our sponsor, Lear Capital, is giving a $500 account credit to those of you who might be interested in buying gold or silver. And I endorse and recommend them to not only you, but also to my own family. So I want to highly encourage those of you who are interested in buying gold or silver at any point in the near future to call them today. You don't have to buy today, but you want to get that $500 account credit locked in. So call them today, 1-800-885-2175 or visit LearAustin.com. If you visit LearAustin.com, you won't get the account credit, but you can just get a free gold and silver information packet from them. And this does help support the show. The more people that call this number and the more people that sign up at Lear Capital, uh, LearAustin.com, it does help to support the Wake Up America show. So if you're a warrior, not a weenie, and you want to make an investment in your own financial security, Lear Capital has some of the best spot prices for gold and silver around. Give them a call today. 1-800-885-2175. That's 1-800-885-2175 if you want the $500 account credit. If you don't care about saving $500 on buying gold, you can just visit LearAustin.com, sign up for a free gold and silver information packet. We appreciate that very much. The credit is still applicable in October, but I don't know how long that's going to continue to go on. So go ahead, give them a call today, 1-800-885-2175. Lock in that account credit now. At least you'll have the credit in your account for when you're ready to buy in the future. If for some reason they decide that they're not going to offer it anymore, you'll still have it in your account. So call them today, 1-800-885-2175. Again, that's 1-800-885-2175. 
1075. Jeez, I'm exhausted this morning. I've been burning a lot of energy this morning, fighting for God, goodness sake, fighting for liberty. Thank you very much there. All right, so I need to learn how to fade that stuff out. Yeah, disco train, baby. Best dad yet, says Bitchmobile. Thank you very much. It is very catchy. Drummer Goy says, do the robot for liberty. Yes, absolutely. Quest Fanning says, go with the pros at Lear Capital and avoid an unfortunate smelting in- in- incident. Yes, there you go. Luke Sacker says, Disco Duck, heck yeah. Andy Opperman says, those tweets pissed AP off. They did, because I'm just tired of like, losertarianism or like povertarianism. Like the, it, I, was, I said this as well on Twitter, that if there's one thing that libertarians dislike more than uh, losing all the time, it's seeing a fellow libertarian actually be successful. And so far, a year and a month in, the Wake Up America show has been a success. But of course, it's thanks to people like you. And of course, to people like Lear Capital. So if you want to help support the show, again, don't forget, becoming a monthly subscriber here on Rumble not only supports us, but it also supports Rumble.com. And they've been fighting against the uh, the British government that wants them to demonetize people like Russell Brand. YouTube.com demonetized my show a month ago, and they have now entirely kicked off 3D Print General. 3D Print General is going to be joining us next on the program. You don't want to miss it. He's going to talk about what happened, why he thinks he got kicked off. We think we know why, but we're going to talk about if he's ready to fight back. What about you? We'll be back on the Wake Up America Show. WakeUpAmericaShow.com. Good morning, Rise and Freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America Show at WakeUpAmericaShow.com. Sweating like crazy here this morning. I'm on fire. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Somebody pull a fire alarm up in here. (laughs) Just kidding. That would be a false alarm. We would never do that. We would never lie, ever, would we? Ever. Not on the Wake Up America show. We always tell the truth about economic freedom and personal liberty. Don't forget to click that like button and subscribe to the channel if you're enjoying the content. We'd love to have you come back and join us every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. And when you click that like button and you subscribe to the channel, you help us to support the ideas that we all believe in. And we fight back against YouTube demonetization and the cancel culture that exists with big tech and the government. Well, you all know that about a month and a half ago or so, YouTube sent out an email to all of the people who were subscribers of the Wake Up America show on YouTube. And they said, would you like your money back? Uh, they canceled all of our subscribers through YouTube. Thankfully, that wasn't the only place you could subscribe and help support the show. Of course, we have a website, wakeupamericashow.com support. And that's kind of like the place that I go to avoid being canceled, right? So when I have my own website, I have my own payment processor. That way, you know, I can't be completely destroyed. But it did take away a significant portion of me and my wife's revenue. Right? It harms our ability to be able to talk to you in the mornings, right? So what did Rumble do? They stepped up. They said, hey, you know, we, we'd we like to feature the Wake Up America show. We like your content. We'll put you front and center. And our lives have really changed. The last month, for those of you who are new, you know that uh, you probably wouldn't have seen us if Rumble hadn't stepped in and featured us front and center. Well, it's because big tech in bed with big government doesn't like the ideas of limited government and the ideas that we spread on shows like these when we talk about things like the second amendment and things like oh we should deregulate machine guns and you should be able to carry a belt fed m240 down the streets of manhattan if you so desire and of course things like that might get you demonetized they might actually get you kicked off in of youtube entirely my next guest his name is sean aranda and he's joining us live right now aka the 3d print general he's joining us live good morning sean how are you sir 
Doing well, Austin. I got to say, that's a good looking shirt you got on. So. Thanks, brother. I like to call this um, bowling alley carpet chic. <laughs> uh, I like it. It kind of reminds me of like Save by the Bell or something. I'm not exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah. Whole 80s theme of the show here. Sean, um, in the 80s, we didn't have to worry about things like demonetization or cancel culture. Uh, I don't know what year you were born. I was born in 1981. But times were a lot simpler back before uh, a very few, very limited amount of people in this country had almost entire, complete control over our free speech. You now know what it's like to be on the end of the cancel culture bayonet. Tell us what's happening. Give us the story. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I mean, I was born in 89, so I'm not too much uh, younger than you. But yeah, basically, YouTube seems to be attacking me specifically. I have done uh, 3D printed gun content in the past, nothing that violates their terms of service at all. So anyway, I'll, I'll just do a quick summary. My channel is all, all about 3D printing. So I do 3D printer reviews, 3D printing tutorials. I do fun prints. I was invited to a 3D printed gun event to cover it. I had no gun content on my channel before that. So I just said, hey, this is interesting. My viewers should like it. I covered it. Everything was great. I got into the hobby. I started making a few guns, not showing how to do it, not selling any guns. That would violate their terms. I did that for roughly a little over a year. And then they started striking 3D printed gun videos. So I said, you know what? I can't be risking my family's income. This is my sole income, uh, uh, YouTube. And then my affiliate links on YouTube, the book that I wrote, the filament I sell, uh, all of that comes from the views that I get on YouTube. So I'm like, I can't be risking this. So I deleted every gun video from my channel 14 months ago. So I was, I tapped out. I was like, YouTube, you win. I don't want to play this game. I just, I, I just want to do 3D printer reviews and you know keep making money for my family. And then, um, uh, was it two weeks ago on Friday or? week and a half ago sorry my brain's a little weird right now uh they demonetized my entire channel saying that i had repeated violations i didn't understand i appealed they wouldn't give me any answer other than linking me to the youtube terms of service uh i said you know what screw it i'm gonna move on i found a sponsor a 3d printing material company to sponsor the entire channel to make up for all lost revenue that was coming from youtube i announced that the very next day, they completely deleted my channel. It's as if they saw that I found a replacement for the income, and they're like, "We can't have this," and deleted it all. So, yeah, right now I'm, uh, yeah, I'm feeling the heat of it, and it's very confusing because, like I said, I didn't even have any gun videos on my channel anymore. So somebody it's has right. a vendetta, it, and it's me. it's scary. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, it, when it, when I got the email, you know, a month and a half ago, uh, it was actually one of my supporters who contacted me because he got an email first before I did, saying that. You know, asking if he wanted to be refunded his monthly subscription to us through YouTube, right? And you know, thankfully, I had diversified my income from uh, and diversified my platforms. So, so this Wake Up America show gets streamed, multi-streamed, and it's on Facebook. It's on. Um, and sometimes I post it on Twitter, but it doesn't make a lot of sense just now. Uh, for now. Uh, also on YouTube as well as on Twitch, and you know Twitch also doesn't like us very much either, of course. Um, but then on Rumble.com, I've been streaming this show as well because my belief was that eventually, when we get big enough, they're going to come for us. And sure enough, they did. Now they just demonetized this show, right? I can't earn money on YouTube. That definitely hurts us, scared us a lot. 
but they haven't deleted us entirely. I assume they will. I, I, I assume that eventually YouTube's going to do to me what they did to you. But can I ask you, Is was YouTube your only channel of any re renown, if you will? Well, so I do have a Rumble and an Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey is actually a bit bigger than Rumble for me, I think because the 3D printed gun community seems to like Odyssey. But um, yeah, I have both of those. But the biggest, I, you know, both of them combined, I might get a couple thousand views a month versus um, YouTube. I average 400,000, 500,000 views every month. And I did diversify quite a lot of my income streams. So, you know, I have I wrote a book on how to fix your 3D printer. I have my own filament. I have, you know, affiliate links, but at the end of the day, they're all driven from that half a million views that I get on YouTube. I'm going to sell right. way less books. I'm going to get like no affiliate link clicks now. So yeah, I mean, when they demonetized me, I'll be hundred percent honest with the income I made. When they demonetized me, I averaged roughly $1,500 a month in YouTube ad revenue. So it st sucked, but it wasn't a hundred percent of my income. And, but now that they strike, you know, now I can't sell my books or you know, affiliate linking alone, I had 330 videos over the last seven years reviewing 3D printers and stuff, and they all had affiliate links. I averaged about $2,000 a month just on my affiliate links. So it's like the demonetization hurt, but it wasn't, you know, the end of my career. Now this is literally I'm applying for jobs right now, so I don't know what to do. Just tuning into the Wake Up America show. Good morning. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. We're glad and grateful to have you here. Click that like button and subscribe to the channel to fight back against the types of censorship that you're hearing right now from my guest, Sean Aranda. He is also known as the 3D Print General Online. And he, he came to, um, uh, to my knowledge, and I learned about who he was because of his 3D prints involving firearms, right? Because that's a new technology. It's something that I enjoy. I'm a 3D printer myself. I like to use the Ender 3 Pro to make little 3D Buddhas and things like that that I uh, uh, print and and sell at my merch website. So like you, you and I are pretty much in the same business doing the same thing. We monetize you know, in similar ways. <clears throat> but when it comes to gun content, you say specifically, Sean, that you had removed all of your gun content from your channel. So you don't know why your channel has been deleted from YouTube at this point? Yeah, so to be specific, roughly 14 months ago, I deleted 100% of my gun videos. I didn't private them, I deleted them entirely. A friend of mine started a second channel so that these gun videos can still live on. But uh, um, I wasn't involved with that second channel. It was just kind of like, hey, if you're interested, here they are sort of thing. I made one gun video in the last 14 months. It was a documentary. If anybody wants to see it, it's on my highlights on my uh, Twitter page. It is a straight documentary. The movement started with Cody Wilson. Here's him talking about it. Then the printers. And it's just a 10-year summary. That video got 457,000 views in about three months. Then that video got striked. I complained saying, you know, there's nothing against your terms of services here. This is more mild than Vice's documentary on 3D printed guns because Vice actually showed themselves building a gun. I didn't do that. And um, so I complained. Literally, the person in my chat literally said to me, I don't know why they strike this video. I can't get an answer from them. They told me this is the end of the line and to tell you that this is finalized. That's it. I couldn't get any answer. Then they that. Yeah, then they just demonetized the entire channel with at that point, I had zero gun videos because the one gun video was striked and removed. I, I, I honestly don't know. It feels like I have an ex-girlfriend that's like an executive at, at YouTube. I can't figure this out. <laughs>
Sean, um, when you uh, usually when you get deleted, they they will give you like some kind of explanation, won't they? Or do they just not give you any explanation? Do they not say it was because of this gun video? Repeated guideline violations. That's all it said. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so, um, you know, there aren't a lot of uh, free speech platforms out there, but Rumble.com is one of them. I hope that we'll start to see more of you over here. I'll tell you that you should probably try and reach out to Rumble.com directly, try and find a rep an account representative, or just send them an email. Let them know what happened, because they actually, I got lucky enough that they reached out to me. Um, at bit, but here's the thing, I was doing what you're doing on Twitter and posting about how I had been demonetized and making a stink about it, right? And, you know, I have like maybe four times as many followers as you do over on Twitter, so it's probably easier for them to see me and find me. But I would highly recommend that you reach out to them personally. Let them know your story. Let them know what happened and that you'd like to perhaps invest a little bit more of your time and energy into rumble.com because I have found it to be a suitable replacement for youtube.com. I have found rumble.com to actually be at this point in time, and it was mostly because of the backlash against YouTube, I think, but we've now more than made up for the revenue loss from YouTube on rumble.com, not just in um, you know advertising, but also in the number of views that we get that have helped me to you know sell affiliate links and to sell more merchandise from my AP for Liberty shop. So if you're trying to sell more books or things like that, I would highly recommend to you, Sean, that you try and find somebody personally to speak to at Rumble so that you can say, hey, listen, um, I, you know, just maybe try and ask them, would you consider featuring my channel for like a week or so to try and help us to build up our account over there? Because I think that would be a good one. What else are you, tr what else are you trying? What else are you doing? What other people have reached out to you to try and help you and, and support you in this endeavor? Give us an update of where you're at as it stands right now, other than just applying for jobs. Yeah, yeah. So I am doing the making a fuss on Twitter thing. My team YouTube tags, uh, sorry, my tweets where I tag team YouTube have over 2 million impressions since Friday night, and they refuse to reply. So right now, if any of you were to just start a Twitter account with zero followers, and you were to tweet at team YouTube with a question, they'll reply in about 10 minutes. But me with 2 million impressions and getting shared all over, they refuse to answer. And I continually tag them saying, why won't you answer me? And they won't. Uh, but the best development was I woke up this morning at like six o'clock in the morning to Linus Tech Tips. If any of you know who he is, he has like 15 million subscribers on one of his channels and he has a bunch of channels with millions of subscribers. One of the biggest tech guys on the platform reached out and said, I'm going to look into this for you basically. So hopefully something will come of that. You know, I do, I am going to be making more Rumble uh, content, maybe Odyssey and X kind of on all three of them. The one issue for me personally is I've noticed that um, political channels do a little bit better on Rumble because it seems to be people go to Rumble for politics. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a, a 3D printer review channel. You know, I, I don't really have spicy content, which is why it's so baffling I'm getting banned. They're treating me like Alex Jones. I'm not even allowed to be a guest on other people's YouTube channels. They, they literally say that if I feature prominently on another channel, that channel will be deleted as well. So it's like, guess what? <laughs> yeah, guess well, it's, I, it looks I, like my channel's about to be deleted now. Well, I think one appearance is okay. They said if I frequently feature on another channel, uh, you know, they would consider that me as second, starting a second channel. But yeah, right now uh, I'm hoping Linus Tech 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 Tips can get me some answers. There's a couple other. There's a few big gun YouTubers who are looking into this because if they're smart, they should see that if they got me, they're gonna get you next. So yeah. Okay. Right yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm over at my YouTube page right now. I see your face front and center streaming there live. We've got we've only got like 19 or 20 people over there because I've made the migration fully to Rumble, and that does make sense. You know, we are a political channel, and so you know it probably is a better home for us at Rumble.com. So I guess it's hard to say where really would be a good place for you to sort of you know to raise your flag, but. I mean, I'm hoping, and even though I, you know, hate YouTube, I'm hoping that you do get your channel back. And um, I, I want to say thank you, by the way, to our friend Cheeky over in the um, Rumble chat because she just dropped all of your links there for us at oh, Linktree. Great. Thank you. And I want to remind everybody who's watching this right now who wants to support um, uh, Sean that uh, to please follow him on Twitter and other platforms as well to help support him in this fight. So check out his Twitter account so that we can help him to try and get his YouTube channel back because. As much as I hate many of these institutions, we do need them. And I do stream this show live over on YouTube as well because the audience is just too big for me to be able to ignore. And so I stream over there even though I can't, you know, earn from over there. So I, I guess we kind of know where you stand right now. But uh, I mean, do you see this like as the end of the road? If, if YouTube doesn't come back, do you think that this is this is the end for the 3D print general? Um. So I will need to find other sources of income for sure. And it's like, unfortunately, a few of the companies that I have good relationships with had told me, hey, if anything happens, you can run the our YouTube channel. We'll, we'll pay you to run our YouTube channel. I can't do that anymore. Like they will get their channel banned. So um, yeah, in the short term, I'm going to need to find some sort of other revenue sources, even if it's just commission jobs for people. But uh, I do have longer term plans. I can't announce anything. But um I definitely won't be giving up if if uh, they don't answer. <laughs> yeah, Quest is saying I'm not finding him. What is Sean's at on Twitter? Oh, it is at 3D Print General, and it should be in that link tree as well at the bottom, I believe. Yeah, I see. Uh, Cheeky did drop the link tree in there. Thank you to Cheeky. We appreciate that. Um, as follow him on Rumble as well. All right. Well, Sean, um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners before we let you go, my friend? No, I mean, just uh, like I said, I don't really have that spicy of content. YouTube's making me seem way more based than I actually am. So uh, <laughs> if you guys go over to my channel and you see I'm just reviewing a 3D printer, that's kind of my content. So follow me if you like 3D printers. I really don't have a whole lot of gun content. There's a few videos, but um, yeah, so I, I, YouTube's making me seem a lot cooler than I actually am. So. <laughs> It's all right, Sean. We think you're cool anyway. Sean Aranda, he is the 3D print general. He uh, deleted from YouTube. We're fighting to try and get him back his channel so that he can continue to earn revenue and uh, take care of his family. Sean, thanks for what you do for Freedom Brother, and thanks for sticking up uh, for the uh, values that we share. Hope you have a wonderful no, thank day. Thank you, Austin, for having me. Thank you very much. There you go. You can follow Sean over there. You can see many of his links there on rumble.com in the live chat. If you don't know where to find him again, at 3D Print General over on Twitter as well. All right. What'd you think of Sean Aranda? Send us a text at 573-319-1586. That's 573-319-1586. Did you guys see that we've got like the um, AP speaking of monetization, right? This is how I feed my family, uh, feed the pups and feed my wife. Uh, you can Listen, check out ap4libertyshop.com. Did you guys see that the Halloween collection is now live over at ap4libertyshop.com? It's always a good idea to go back and check the website from time to time because I'm always making updates and things like that. You can see we've got Benjamin Franklin fighting a werewolf here at the front page of ap4libertyshop.com. Our Halloween collection is now live, or 
unalive, undead, if you will. Where's there? There we go. <laughs> Halloween items are here at ap4libertyshop.com. The No Lives Matter shirt that we've got, the Michael Myers one, I love it. It's totally comfortable, very soft material fabric as well. No Lives Matter featuring Michael Myers is available at ap4libertyshop.com. FYI, see this little button? You can't really see it, but there's a little get 15% off button. If it's your first time making a purchase at ap4libertyshop.com, you can click that little button down there and just give us your email and then use that code right away for 15% off your entire order. We've also got our delicious exclusive Founding Flavors coffee as well. Washington's Revolutionary Roast, Betsy's Liberty Lullaby, Jeffersonian Java, Franklin's Electric Elixir as well. If you have a K-cup, if you're a Keurig user, we have these really nice refillable K-cups and we sell those at cost so that we can help sell more coffee because I know a lot of people use Keurigs and um, you can buy our coffee either whole bean or ground. Hmm. Excuse me. So, and we've also got like French press as well. We sell those at cost, shipped to you. That's the price that you get delivered to your door. Uh, and my number one favorite coffee of all of our flavors is Thomas's Painkiller. He's my favorite founding father, and it's my favorite coffee over there. So check it out over at apforlibertyshop.com, as well as check out our awesome Halloween collection. We've got a whole bunch of sweet Halloween merchandise. Here's George Washington fighting off the zombies over there. So scary government shirts. Uh, due to inflation, this is my Halloween costume. Um, skull American flag. We need to exorcise with all of your favorite characters from the slasher flicks of the 1980s. Freedom rocks. Get spooky with it. This is a sweater that I just designed. And it's just got bullets all over it. I don't know why it's in the Halloween collection, but it is. Anyways, land of the free. Be Spooky burn blunts, not witches. Very funny. Patriotic AF skulls. If zombies chase us, I'm tripping you. Nothing personal. <laughs> so check out our Halloween collection over at ap4libertyshop.com. That's AP, the number four, ap4libertyshop.com. And don't forget, if you click that little pop-up, that'll pop up on your screen the first time you visit the site, you can get that 15% off coupon. But if you're a monthly subscriber to ap4libertyshop.com, then you get a 20% discount. So for as long as you are a monthly subscriber, either through Rumble or from wakeupamericashow.com slash support, you get that 20% discount. So that is a sweet discount for people who are monthly contributors to the Wake Up America Show, which Cheeky Mare is, and Joni Rankin is, and Corey and Callie is, and Studio 314 is. They all get a 20% discount at ap4libertyshop.com. So get yours today. You can become a monthly subscriber either through Rumble or from our website. And we will rock and roll. All right, so I had two other stories that I didn't have time to get to. I don't know if I'm going to save. You know what, actually? I'm going to save the sexy teacher, uh, the OnlyFans teacher. I'm going to save that for Camellia tomorrow because that's a good one to make Camellia blush. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we have Camellia Peterson on the show. And since this is a Missouri-based story anyway, a St. Louis teacher has been placed on leave over her virtual sex work. So um, I'm not sure whether to be like, or be like, I'll let you decide. We'll talk about that tomorrow with Camelia when she joins us at 8 a.m. Central Time. Um, so the other story that I think we should talk about, though, is while I've got a few more minutes, is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. now leaning more towards running for president as an independent. God bless you. I was not the biggest Robert F. Kennedy Jr. fan. But now I think I'm warming to him a little bit more. And we all know why, because we all think that the Democrats are going to lose if that's the case. I mean, Bill Maher thinks so, too. He's even calling for the president 
to step down. He thinks he's too old. But I say wrong. No, Bill, let Joe Biden run for president again. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. runs as an independent. Some, some are saying he might even seek the Libertarian Party's nomination ticket, which I think he could actually win, knowing what I know about the Libertarian Party, because they'll sleep with anybody who's famous. Turn to sense of normalcy. There's a term for Joe Biden, but not two. <laughs> Even laugh. Because while he can do the job, what he can't do is run for it. Our campaign season is long, and it gets icy in New Hampshire. (laughs) (laughs) To those who say he beat Trump once, he'll do it again, I say things change. They always do. The parade moves on. 2024 is not 2020 in so many key ways, including, yes, Biden being four years older. You can be a national treasure and still be too old for the job. If I'm on a plane and the pilot says, this is your captain, Buzz Aldrin, I'm getting off. Mitch McConnell has served Satan well. (laughs) But when he starts buffering during a speech, (laughs) and and it appears his soul is leaving his body, It's time. I have made it a theme on this show to rail against ageism, the last acceptable prejudice in America. I've tried to make the argument that judging by age is wrong because we all age so differently. Some people are old when they're 45 and others are spry at 90. So it should always be a case-by-case basis. But the credibility of my argument against ageism rests on the honest calling out of people when it is time to go. That's what case by case means. At an event last weekend, Biden referred to LL Cool J as LLJ Cool J. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, I think that that the new things are for us in the horizon. I do see some silver linings in those clouds all right so i've been a little bit mean this morning i've been i wouldn't say i'd be a little nasty but i was being a little aggressive it's time for me to sweeten up right enjoy drink the rest of my coffee this morning delicious uh what am i drinking today stephanie let me know wifey she made my coffee this morning thank you for that love you it's been a good show today don't you think so it's worth a click on the like button don't you think or subscribe to the channel would you say perhaps even becoming a monthly subscribing donor to the show i would say why don't you do that today before we go thanks very much for tuning in to wake up america show every monday through friday we kick ass we take names we fight for economic freedom for personal liberty we laugh we cry we kick ass we have a great time and we make friends so why don't you become our friend today and subscribe and join us again tomorrow on the wake up america show at wakeupamericashow.com